Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, everybody. This is Chappelle. Before we dive into today's episode, I just wanted to give everybody a heads up that we're going to be discussing some heavy topics related to rape, sexual assault, self-harm, and suicide. So we understand that this can be a very sensitive and triggering subject for some of our listeners. So if you're feeling uneasy about it, we completely understand if you need to step away and catch us next episode. So please take care of yourself first and foremost, and we will see you all next week. Uh, If not, stay tuned for this episode of The Connect. Snowfall, Season 6, Episode 7, Charnel House. It's over, but we are just getting started here on Snowfall and Post Show Recap on the Connect uh, Post Show Recap. Uh, it's me, Chappelle, as usual, and I am back to uh, lead you through the most recent episode of Snowfall. And again, to pay our respects to our, uh, you know, our recently uh, lost uh, comrade in Jerome. And with me, of course, uh, per usual, Latanya Starks. Latanya, how you feeling? Um, I'm doing pretty well. This episode really, I feel like, set up like the final act of this season, and I am just generally stressed. 
<laughs> sounds about right this this uh-huh. this is a, a feeling that i i too can relate to um also back back with us you know uh from uh wherever she went uh i think she was pampering herself living her best life and so we love yeah. that for her but uh now she's back and we are going to talk to it mari uh mari yes. what's up um i'm back uh apparently you knuckleheads uh missed some stuff and we got complaints so of course i gotta come back and clean house <laughs> yes um we Mar- missed some you- stuff what yeah I, look yes. we got we have some positive feedback to read mm-hmm. uh, and i'm very excited about that uh but yes mari has been gone so i filled in for mari on our swarm coverage here on psr connect and it was a great time hopefully she never goes and listens to that podcast because uh, i heard it's it too late oh well, no it's okay it. well we don't have to get into and that you so, are always and- you were on some bullshit like you <laughs> mari you, know, you don't get to talk anymore because you called me and Chappelle poor you did. She did. I know you did. I know and you I, did. And I will not take it back. Let me know like, when, I, you, when you get your Beyonce tickets. Let me know. I'll call you not for anymore. She's like, and I mean every word. Yeah, I mean every word. <laughs> but listen, Beyonce tickets are neither here nor there. Uh, we are here to talk about this most recent episode, and so of course we want to thank all of our listeners on the PSR Connect uh, for joining us every week and checking out our coverage. Uh, we're about to wrap up this season pretty soon. This is season six, episode seven, and there are three episodes left. And so now is a good time for the Connect listeners to start subscribing, giving us five star reviews, and talking to their friends about what do you want to hear the connect talk about next because uh we are going to have a void in content and we are always looking to entertain so if you have a show that you are looking for us to cover if you are an um you know atlantic records you know uh, executive you know you want to get us to talk about something because it's not being covered just go ahead and let us know you can email us latanya do you have that email for us it is connect at postshowrecaps.com. Connect at postshowrecaps.com. If you send us that email, it will get to us and we will happily take your uh your thoughts into consideration and try to, you know, bring you all some more entertainment. You can also tweet us at our respective Twitter accounts at Chappelle's mm-hmm. underscore show at LK Starks and at Mari Talks Too Much with the number two. Um, so yeah, keep keep all the feedback coming. Okay, so. Who wants to do the honors of reading our most recent uh, review? I think Mari says she has the clean house. You want to take care yes. of this one, Mari? I, yeah. I, I would because I have it up here and I think trying to hit the nail on the head and I would, I if I was on here, I would have said the same thing. So we got an email saying, hey, y'all, wanted to start by saying I love that we are doing these uh, <laughs> black, black ass, ass shows. shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She said, we do uh, such a great job and she's here for it. Thank you. Um, So on to the episode. I liked it, but I was disappointed with the tropes. I feel the show has had uh, too good writing reduced uh, themselves to this. Yeah, I agree. As soon as Jerome said he was leaving, I knew he was dead, which I think Chappelle pointed that out Mm -hmm. as well. And it was something that crossed my mind too. Uh, The shit they did with Louie. yeah, she did not we like talked about it. We she talked fast about forwarded that. through most of it, though. Yeah, yeah I don't it. blame you. I would yeah. too if it wasn't for this podcast. Yeah, no, yeah, you did a you did a great job covering that, Latanya. I agree. Um, 
Kane grabbing her and the standoff, it was too much, kind of caricature-ish. I just wish they'd done something different. Like, I don't know, Barry Louie instead of torture or even just sh shoot her. They could have uh, let J uh, Jerome get to Jamaica, then knock him off, or maybe someone on the plane poisons him. Anything other than by the book shit. Again, I still enjoyed it overall. Um, so let me just address a little bit there. I too, and I agree with, with uh, what you guys were saying um, last week, when I was watching the episode and they had captured Louie, I was angry because it's like, it's so annoying that we have the strong female character mm -hmm. who knows what game she's in. She knows she's in the drug game. And I would have much rather um, she go out how any other male kingpin would have gone out by like getting shot up on her horse or, or something like that. You know, the minute that they captured her and tortured her and uh, spent the whole episode, like Latanya said, threatening rape. I was like, I was truly, truly not feeling it. I, I, I hate it. I hate, I hate when they do this to women characters. They, they, yeah. Um, but I also, I also kind of didn't mind it because at least they gave it a reasoning as opposed to it didn't just feel like, oh, we're, we're, we kidnapped and tortured her and we're going to sexually assault her just because she's a woman. You know, they wanted the information about Buckley. So that, that felt a little bit better, but it still was very uncomfortable. Like you guys pointed out, like the fact that she wasn't willing to give up that crackhead cop did not make sense to me. And yeah, um, it, it didn't make sense. It, but Mari, yeah. I disagree a little bit because I think, that none of this, like you said earlier, none of this would have been threatened upon her if she weren't a woman. Like a woman. Her yeah. being a woman is the whole point. Yeah, Nobody but has I, ever respected her in this game with the exception I agree. of Franklin, if we, we're taking it from like that standpoint. None of the outside people have ever really respected her mm -hmm. because and she's a yes. woman. And you cover that greatly. And I, and I, I say I agree, but at least they did have some sort of reason, paper thin excuse. It, yes, yeah, exactly. but it was so paper thin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I'm at least glad they had that there as opposed to like, we bag Louie, we have her, right. we're going to rape and torture her right now just because we can, you know, because we're mad at her, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it I, like I said, it just it lessened the thing, but it wasn't comfortable at all. It still didn't 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 help the situation at all. Um, but I, I want to get to the second part of China's email because I immediately clocked this, and I was surprised you guys didn't didn't notice this as well. Uh, they said something I wanted to mention is Kane's two guards at the door. I was under the impression that the one dude knew what was going to happen. If you remember, he and the guy with the plats were talking about Louis. Dude with the plats was saying he wanted to get a piece of her while the other dude was basically disgusted, which I love that they put that character in there yeah. to be like, y'all, this is not cool. Yeah. Um, he even says something to the effect of not understanding how men could could want to have sex with a woman that's crying and screaming. Uh, I believe he didn't check Jerome. Oh, he didn't check Franklin on purpose after he let him through. He tried to get dude with the, the plats to go to the store with him. He asked him twice with a certain tone in his voice and a look on his face. I am certain he knew he wasn't with the shit, but he knew he couldn't do anything himself. But Franklin could. Sorry so long. Thank y'all for what you do. Thank you, China, as well. And I completely Thanks, agree. I I immediately saw this in the episode. I was like, 
this dude knows what's up and i appreciated his character i'm like oh somebody with a, a sense of morality and sanity even though they're like in the drug life and not checking franklin all of that it was clearly a setup like I, I I agreed when when he was like, yo, I'm I'm gonna go to the store. I think you should come to the store with me. And the dude was like, no, no, I got, I can't wait to get a piece. And I was like, all right. And he, and he walked off. So I I noticed I noticed that immediately as well. And it just goes to show you that Franklin has reach still. You know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We don't know what you know? We don't know what the circumstances of the relationship with with this guy is. The biggest thing is that is that we know that he has that that sort of reach and power and impact so um thank you china for reaching out anybody else can reach out and let us know what they think that's we love that we love hearing feedback from this and don't worry i'm here to set these two straight listen (laughs) i noticed that guy too but but my thing with my thing with it was that for me it didn't really move the 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 storyline at all like it does show Mm -hmm. that like franklin still has this you know this control over you know his area still but at the Mm -hmm. same time this guy like it's kind of like i want to give him like a head nod for not being a rapist rapist yeah yeah Yeah, minimum (laughs) but but did you do anything did you actively do anything to stop said rape you know yeah you know Mm -hmm. it's not like i i let franklin in he says yeah franklin could have walked through the door and got shot and then what have you done got franklin shot and you know, the rape is still happening. So that's probably why I didn't mention it. But I do remember thinking like, oh, there must be something here. And I think mm-hmm. that what China was saying anyway about how the writing with the show has been really good. I think that this was an opportunity for them to incorporate that guy into the storyline. Now, we're mm-hmm. one episode removed from that. And we haven't talked about that guy at all on the show. So mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to come back. Is this is like Chekhov's like, you know, uh, you know, random uh, guy at the, at, yeah. the, at the front door. But, you know, <laughs> but I, but I do think that like there was an opportunity to make that a part of the story, to make that guy be like, you know, maybe the person who is like, you know what? All y'all trash. I'm going to come in here and help shoot up the place, too, you know, or something right. like that. Or, or maybe he flips to, to, to their side when instead he just kind of moved out the way. And so I really wish that they had done more with it. But I agree with you, Mari. It, it definitely does feel like there was a setup here. I just feel like the show kind of half assed it. Like you were you could have done more with that character, especially because you highlighted these seemingly, you know, unconsequential uh, conversations twice. You know, so it's kind of like. We talked mm-hmm. about him saying, nah, I'm not cool with this. We talked about him being like, hey, let's go. It's not great here. But then we never get any follow-up. So I was hoping that they would do more. But I definitely agree with what y'all are saying. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Tanya. Yeah. Did, when we did the podcast, now... Um, I don't, I don't, I don't recall ever having to bleep anything out of the podcast before, but this was a first. <laughs> you um, did, you and, did great, yeah, yeah, and, I, I, and we did great. And so this time we're gonna try to keep it clean. You good with that, Latanya? I'm fine with it. I didn't say anything. Oh, but you, I made sure <laughs> I, gotta, I bleeped out. I, I bleeped out know. my comment, but I left in your laughter. Okay, <laughs> just to just to let you know that like you ain't you ain't innocent either. Um, I don't know what you mean. I've always <laughs> been innocent. I'm still <laughs> innocent. Yeah, Latanya's like, yeah, let's just go to the store. You know, let's just, Mari, you and Latanya just go to the store. Leave Chappelle here. Nothing, everything will be fine. Um, mm. But yes. Mm. So that being said, like Mari said, please more feedback. We love this kind of stuff. We love let it. Us, let us know what you think. Let us know what you think you think about our commentary, and then also kind of give us some suggestions about what's coming up next. Uh, but we do have to get into the episode. So mm-hmm. if y'all two are ready, we're going to take a brief, you know, intermission and we will be right back to discuss season six, episode seven, Charnel House, right after this. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, so this episode is the funeral, y'all. And, and we know, we know, like I, me and Latanya definitely mourned the loss of Jerome last episode, but we didn't, we hadn't seen the characters doing it. And so this was episode mm-hmm. was dedicated a lot to that. There was some movement with uh, Teddy, some movement with Oso. Um, but ultimately, this is about remembering the life of, of Jerome and kind of showing the aftermath of what happens immediately after that death. Because we don't see, you know, how they get the body out, but we see, you know, the back alley coroner coming and taking mm-hmm. the body away. Uh, we know that they don't want to get the police involved in any of this because them snooping around could be bad for everybody. So they have to go to the back alley coroner, and that's what I'm going to call them, um, to make sure that Jerome <laughs> can be secretly embalmed and prepare for the funeral off the record. Uh, Leon ends up taking Louie home and dropping her off. He offers to come in with her or even to call Buckley or somebody for protection, but she says mm-hmm. the war is over and she heads into the house. Uh, inside, she's forced to face the figurative ghost of her past life with Jerome. There's pictures of him. There's memories in there. And she even takes a literal look in the mirror at the damage that was done to her mm-hmm. or even what she has become. Uh, Latanya, seeing Louie like this, looking into the mirror, seeing that the, you know, the bruises, knowing what she just went through, and even that huge-ass brand on her chest. Right. How did that make you feel? What was the scene like for you? I just like really was touched by this scene. Um, Angela Lewis has been just such a staple and like fantastic actress on this show. She's Mm -hmm. just been like one of the beating hearts of this show since the very beginning and seeing her go through everything that she went through last week in last week's episode and then having to Process the fact that her husband is gone and she has to let go of him so that, you know, the funeral directors can take over and then getting home to see just how much damage, like she probably was in shock and couldn't even feel like the pain of everything that was going on with her. Mm -hmm. And so seeing her break down like that was truly, truly heartening to watch. And it was really difficult 
to see. And I just thought that the acting was so great. It really did put us in her shoes and make us wonder what we would do if we were in that type of situation. And the, also the makeup and prosthetics job that they did, really, really good and really realistic. You really do feel like Louie has been through, like this character has been through what we saw them go through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Mari, you weren't here to talk about it a little bit. And I know we just kind of went over it uh, in, you know, before we got into the episode, but you, you did watch Louie get tortured. How did you expect yeah. her to bounce back from a moment like this? Because she did not die. And I think she would have probably preferred to be dead. Yeah. Yeah. This was, this was sad. The, the grief of this was very, very sad. Like the fact that she kept saying she keeps forgetting that he's dead and stuff like that, like that hurts. And that's, that's what true grieving like really feels mm -hmm. like um it's hard though I, like from the previews last week when she was saying this is all franklin's fault i'm like girl what like you guys <laughs> yeah, yeah you guys talked about it. i'm like i'm sorry i can't fully get behind her blaming franklin for all this because again we talked about it before but who went after the plug behind franklin's back who tried to take out Kane with a crackhead cop who missed after Franklin had handled it? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. who, I'm sorry, Louie. I'm sorry, but you reap what you sow. And yeah, Franklin told them where to find you. That was the worst. That was the worst of it. But like, I'm, she started this. She started this. I don't, I don't, I, you will never convince me she did not start this because it started with the plug running off with the plug. Now, I, of course, she said she didn't know that Teddy was going to steal his money and which is why mm -hmm. we got desperate and stuff like that. So, yes, we can blame Teddy as well. But I just, you know, I felt bad for her for one episode and then I went right back to like, okay. <laughs> Latanya, it sounded like you wanted to respond to that. Yeah. I was just going to say, I, I think that for her, it's more that she blames Franklin for the original sin of like bringing this thing into our lives. Like, Again, do I that's her fault because would he have I been would, able to do it without her help? Listen, Mari, did I, was, am I like denying the fact that she helped him and that she's been along for the ride 100% of the time? No, I'm not. I'm just saying that if you're in a situation like that and you're grieving and you're looking for someone to blame, you might start with the original center of the whole deal, which is Franklin. But what I think that she's telling Teddy, I ultimately don't think she's going to go through with it. I know we're going to get into that, mm -hmm. but like just talking about her saying like, this is on Franklin. I'll, I'll make sure that, you know, he pays for it. I don't think she's going to end up going through with that. I think that's just what she had to tell Teddy in that moment. Oh, I think yeah. she's a really complicated character in a lot of different ways, but she knew what she signed up for mm -hmm. and she has been along for the ride and I honestly been the driver of the business on the, on their, their and, side. And hell, she should have really, really known cause she got, she got shot <laughs> before, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah. her of anybody should really know. Yeah. This is, this episode was interesting for me to watch. I'm going to kind of reserve my opinion on that for just a little bit because we do have a lot more to discuss. Mm -hmm. uh, Franklin ends up going home to talk to Sissy. Um, and this was very hard for me to watch. And I don't really know why. Maybe I'm a mama's boy. I don't know. I've, I don't think I've ever mm -hmm. considered myself one. But now, like, watching this, I was like, right. man, man, I need to call my mom. You know? Um, <laughs> so he goes to tell his mom what happened. And Latanya, this went about as well as one would think. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
like which was yeah. not well <laughs> not at all <laughs> not well at all um the whole like uh and jerome and there's just kind of like silence and sissy gets it and then she i guess asked to be taken to the nursing the nursing home sorry the funeral home where mm-hmm. that's just freud is what that is <laughs> the, the <Yeah>. funeral home <laughs> uh where uh you know her brother is and she won't even let franklin touch her you know like Mm -hmm. that's kind of the first time that we've ever seen sissy be in the kind of mood where she didn't even let franklin like try to console her or touch her because i think that a, a big part of her also blames franklin for everything that has gone down mm-hmm. and it's really hard that because of this life this woman has lost the love of her life and now she has lost her brother mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And we see we see that outlined when sissy goes to visit louis you know they sit around and they're talking about how much jerome loved her and you know sissy tells her that you know this needs to stop but louis says all of this is franklin's fault and i knew mari was somewhere cussing you know um mm-hmm. but one of the things that happens is that sissy and 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 louis are talking about these moments and you know Louis may have lost her husband, but like Latanya said, Sissy lost her husband and her brother. And so mm-hmm. there's enough blame and to go around here. On the path to losing her son at this yeah. point. Yeah, I, she she has to be already coming to terms with that in my mind. Like mm-hmm. you, you at, at this point, if you're not already grieving the loss of Franklin, you should at least be grieving the loss of the Franklin that you used to know. Exactly. Because he's yes. no longer here. So she doesn't want to lose anybody else. But Louis says she literally has nothing else to lose. Like Louis's like, I'm done. This is all I have. And for me, Mari, this makes Louis a more dangerous character. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, at first, I thought it was absurd. Louis like, I lost everything. I lost my husband. I'm like, who are you talking to, ma'am? Look at who right. you are talking to. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. Um, but yeah, this this does make Louis dangerous. It, it you know, and it feels like it's going to drive her back into like old habits and stuff like that. And if if she was so desperate to grasp and hang on to the power that she had before this, um now it's like she's doubled down it's one of those things it's like when when something this bad happens to you you either just shrink away shirk your responsibilities and Mm want to disappear or you double triple down on it you try to make jerome's death worth it i don't know what that looks like in this drug game but she clearly yeah doesn't doesn't care and that's never good never good Mm -hmm. no She's definitely going through like some, I think you, you outlined like a, a, a fight or flight. Yeah. Type mm-hmm. situation too. You know, it's like, I could run from this. I could just try to just shut down and just completely withdraw from everything, which honestly would probably not be horrible advice at this point. Right. Like yeah, said, seriously. The war is over, but there is that other switch that you can make, which is make that death mean something. This person sacrificed their life to save you. Or maybe you look at that as then that means I need to turn it up. You know, I need to make something of my uh, of his loss, you know, and going back to being broke, you know, not being able to afford Beyonce tickets is probably not what's on the top of her <laughs> mind. So, you know, more of that to come for sure. Uh, I do chill out like yeah. go go to your nice mansion and mm. take another bath, you know, have some <laughs> like nice wine that you can like triple decant or whatever the hell like you are living in the lap of luxury the war is over your husband is gone take a break 
Yeah. If it, maybe it is, if, maybe it feels like blood money, you know, maybe it feels like you can't truly enjoy it anymore because you know who, what was shed to keep it and mm. maintain it. Because prior to this, we've never seen any remorse coming from anybody on this side of the drug, you know, the drug mm. game, whether right. it's Franklin or Louie or whatever. No, we don't see them sitting around talking about all the people who, who fall in for them to get this far with the exception of maybe Leon and Wanda. These, these group has been pretty unapologetically drug dealers um, and, and, okay. and violent ones <laughs> at that you know and so for her to now have to sit at this big house that is now empty uh with you know or yeah. filled with the memory of somebody that she lost because of this money maybe mm -hmm. latanya is not it's not easy enough to enjoy it I, I don't know yeah no i people are different um i i guess i'm much different than louis it, it yeah. must be i mean i understand it being very difficult to enjoy but um, I also understand that sometimes we need to take breaks. And if I just got out of like a near death situation wherein my husband died, I'm not going to keep going because mm -hmm. that that's like the path to death. Unless I mean, she mm -hmm. has a death wish because I mean, I know we'll talk about this, but she is like when she goes to see Scully, she's like, go ahead and shoot me. Do it. Do it. Like, so maybe she yeah. doesn't want to be around anymore. Maybe mm -hmm. we're dealing with somebody who. Ha, you know, wants to harm themselves to the point of like not being around anymore because their life has fallen apart because they, they lost the person they love. Exactly. Yeah, all, all of those things. And I mean, when we get, well, I <laughs> let me let Chappelle keep talking, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was, I just, look, I'm trying to get everything out on the table so we can discuss yeah. this as a whole because there's yeah. just so much grieving going on, but then there's mm -hmm. also a little bit of plot movement too. Right. You know, so we see Franklin stop by the projects to see uh, Leon and he asked for a tiny, small, Pull your boots up from the here. Pull yourself up in the bootstraps alone. Uh, half a million dollars just to jumpstart his, uh, you know, his new thing. Uh, must be nice. Must be nice. How Obvious. much money does Leon have? I assume, I would say, I would assume millions, but it is right. absurd to be having millions and living in the projects, like, yeah, sir, on yeah. Purpose. Up. yeah, on mm -hmm. purpose. Stop it. Um, so. He doesn't even have a timeline, y'all. He's like, I can get you back one day. Um, but he also says this is the price of freedom. Uh, Latanya, do you have any idea what he's talking about? I really don't. Oh, um, I do. I, okay, great. What's up, Mari? That's Oso's money. That's the money that Oso asked. Oh, right. So that he right. can give him Teddy. He said, mm. if you can, he asked for a million, but Franklin was like, I'm not liquid right now. So, because the yeah. only thing he was missing later was the passports, but he had the money. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got it. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, Leon is talking to Franklin here about how shocked he is that Jerome is gone. You know, we've seen sissies kind of have her moment. We've seen Louie, you know, in the multiple moments at this point. And now we're seeing how this affected Leon. Um, and while he's trying to kind of remember the loss of, of, of Rome, uh, Franklin says, yeah, I miss him, but he shouldn't have broke away from the country, a company like it's straight up. Like we had a good thing going. This is kind of his fault. And this stops Leon in his tracks. And this mm -hmm. is where Franklin always loses me is that, sir, the, this money thing is the issue it's you you're the issue too you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying like they, they both these things can be true every time somebody falls it's always like yep you should just kept doing what i wanted you to do <laughs> you are not in charge of everybody and you don't get to make decisions for everybody all the time and you also can sit and 
with some of the things that you've done. There is no accountability that he's taking mm-hmm. right here. And yeah. It is very frustrating to watch, Mari. I, I agree, but I also I, I know that's I know that's exactly what the take is, but I also felt like Franklin Franklin is not permitting himself to grieve this at all. Like he is I I there are his, his facial features every time they bring up Jerome's death, like when his mom first brings it up to him here with Leon, it really feels like he's like physically like pushing it down to mm. not experience mm-hmm. it. Like he is not trying to experience this. His his body is like fighting him to like s- realize that his uncle is actually gone. And it's and it's sad to see. But I, I agree, Chappelle. We've we've seen this time and time and time and time again. Like he doesn't stop to think about all of the things that all of the graves that they are trampling on to get this mo- money. Um, so yeah, this is like, not good. <laughs> like this is like, go talk to somebody. Frankly. Yeah. Like you need some therapy. <laughs> therapy would be nice for these people. Yeah. right? <laughs> because throughout we see that Louie's having trouble sleeping. She's having nightmares. Mm-hmm. She's having flashbacks. Yeah. To the look in Jerome's eyes when he was shot and killed the moment right before his life left his body, the moment her knight in shining armor took his last breath. This, mm-hmm. this lack of sleep is what Latanya was talking about earlier that leads her to go to the only person who she knows could truly feel how she's feeling right now and who has invited her in with open arms. And she heads out, tears in her eyes, banging on the steering wheel, fighting to keep her sanity, and mm-hmm. goes straight to Scully's house. And mm-hmm. I mean, slabbed his driveway, knocked the trash cans <laughs> over, like cussing out the bodyguards. She was mm-hmm. over it. Latanya, were you shocked to see that this was where she turns in her moment of need? I was. I I really did have a moment where I was like, at what point did we start looking to Scully as, <laughs> as like the voice of wisdom? Right. Oh, is this still the same dude that uh, had like when we met him, he was torturing somebody in the back room. He was taking LSD through his ears. He mm-hmm. dosed a whole wedding. Yeah. Like your wedding, you know, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and you're going over there to ask him for advice. Like we truly know that this is the lowest that Louis has ever been. Mm-hmm. If if like she is doing all these things, being so flippant about her own life and with his bodyguards, and then going to the only person that she could think of that has had as catastrophic a loss or losses as as she has had. And he's just like, you know, I, I want to tear the place apart all the time, but they won't let me, basically. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's enough for Louis. And I yeah. think it, I thought this was smart. I thought this made sense because, you know, it was it was Louis and Jerome who were able to bring Scully back into the fold, you know, after everything, because they called a truce on taking out each other's family members. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Scully literally has lost the most um out of these main characters until you know you know jerome's loss so i thought it made sense i loved his his like you know they're not really gone they're on the other side whatever spirituality that that he's been we we've known he's been a spiritual person an overly spiritual person <laughs> since we met him i i really like this character development and it kind of just yeah again it just makes me think that 
you know, Franklin let you handle the Scully situation, right? He let you guys take Scully under your wing, you know, keep him happy, keep him calm. And he trusted you to do that. But you didn't trust, you didn't trust um, Franklin and Leon to keep Kane in his place. And this is where we are down the line, you know, it sucks. Yeah, I, I you know there, there there have been a lot of moments where they should have bobbed and they weaved instead. Yes, <laughs> yes. So now we've ended up in a situation where Scully is our moral compass of the season. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, Scully, Scully and soon to come Wanda as well. So, <laughs> yeah. Love well, her. Love yeah. Wanda. Just look how far we've come. Mm-hmm. But, but Taya asked a good question. Is this the same Scully? And I don't think it is. I think that Scully has gone through some unspeakable things. And I think mm-hmm. that he's evolved as uh, Mario was calling character development. You know, this mm-hmm. is not the same Scully. This Scully has lost, you know, in some horrific ways and had to continue to go on. And the only thing keeping him going is the memory of his daughter and baby mama. And mm-hmm. he says that being hateful and allowing that to consume him will tank the love they have for each other. And that's mm-hmm. some poetic mm-hmm. shit. So, yeah. uh, you know, I was like, an ethical drug dealer. Look, that's how everybody <laughs> should be. I'm just saying, everybody should be an ethical crack seller. Yeah. We, we should at least talk about it. If you're going to sell crack, at least try to try to do the board. Um, some receipts would be nice. Anyway, DeAndre Bonds, though, as Scully, I think this is my favorite role I've ever seen him in. Uh, I think about mm-hmm. him as uh, what Stacy in the wood when Stacey. I see him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but but here, I'm like, this is a character, and so I really wish there was a way we could get more of this but uh there's three episodes left so i highly yeah. doubt it um yeah Franklin, I, do y'all think scully dies i'm See, afraid i'm afraid that it might happen i don't I know think, what uh, the final act is gonna have in store for us but i'm afraid yeah. that we're gonna we've got to lose more characters that we care yeah. about you know but i think scully i think scully might survive them all and and picks up all the pieces of the of the business is, is this our wait whoa pause of the business see that's where you lose me i was with you and now like but scully i need the business to stop see that's i the know thing. you <laughs> like, yeah it's like we joked about there being an ethical drug dealer but let's be very clear there is not oh um, yeah. so, like, you you there's not an ethical crack seller it's just not i yes. listen to uh yeah. i listen to biggie smalls talk about it all the time i was selling crack to, to feed my daughter the whole time i'm like what you know like <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a biggie stand, but damn, you know, so I was just like, I feel you, but at the same time, another business wouldn't hurt. Uh, so I'm really hoping <laughs> any I, other no, business. I'm thinking, yeah, like, except being a landlord, because you might as well just keep selling crack. Um, <laughs> sissy. But um, so here's my question, and I'll ask Mari first. Do you mm-hmm. is there a possibility for a quote unquote happy ending for any of these people? No, because like, <laughs> I mean, like not a quote unquote happy ending. The best thing that they could ask for is their life and hopefully the life of a loved one. But I don't yeah. know. <laughs> like, Yeah. What does it look like? I like I think yeah. Scully surviving everybody on this show would kind of be OK with me. Like, I'd be like, yeah. at least at least we have that. Um, yeah, but... He's had the most character development almost he really really has. outside of the yeah. main cast. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm like, I think I would be okay with that, but I mean, at the cost of everybody else. Latanya, is that enough for you to like feel like this was wrapped up ne- neatly in a bow? I I would. Well, first of all, I think we need to do a death draft um, mm-hmm. before the okay, final really? podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, we'll do one. Uh, episode nine. We'll go ahead and start that. Start mm-hmm. that. Uh, that conversation. Yeah. Uh, second of all, I guess 
given the character development of it all, it would be really interesting if Scully was like the lone survivor of all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I can also see a world in which, um, you know, like the old guard is all gone and then like Veronique and her baby are the future. I, but I can also see a situation wherein Veronique gets killed. Um, mm-hmm. And that, that, child is never allowed to come to be so i i have there are like all different kinds of ways that my head goes when it comes to um how this show is going to end i feel like because we know the like you know we're familiar with like the writer's intentions and things behind this show we have to wonder if they're going to end this show in the way that they would truly want it to end or if they're just going to be realistic because if they're being realistic, then Teddy's going to be fine, right? Mm, like, yeah. you know, yeah. and I'm not excited about that being an outcome that happens, but it would be very real and true to mm-hmm. life. Yeah. Um, hey, I don't know what this looks like for us. I don't, I really don't know, but I definitely could see everything that y'all said happening. And uh, I am interested to see what that looks like at the end. Um, but you mentioned Veronique, and we do get a Veronique sighting here because Franklin is also having difficulties uh, sleeping. He's, uh, you know, waking up in cold sweat and a panic and, you know, trying to, I don't know, uh, deal with whatever horrific things he just saw happen to his uh, his uncle and also probably some guilt involved in that as well. But I do mm-hmm. think it's very, uh, very interesting that they don't show us Franklin dealing with Jerome's death directly. Right. They, sh- they show us him waking up out of his sleep, but they don't mm-hmm. show uh, us the the visions that you know um, Louis was having, and I think that they're really trying to, like Mari said, show us that Franklin is refusing to go down that route. He is not going to grieve like a normal human here. He's not going mm-hmm. to sit in that pain and in that in that guilt, potentially, uh, or in those memories that Jerome is dead, and it's largely part of you know because of him. And so yeah. uh, I think that the show, by doing it like that, definitely uh, does a good job of painting what I know is that they're ultimately getting to at the end is that like Franklin is the devil. <laughs> and yeah. so I think by not showing him in a personal moment with Jerome's memory, it really does help uh, push that narrative forward, Latanya. It does. Um, and he knows he's the devil, which mm. is even worse. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it, it's also just really interesting that what we don't see the audience fills in Mm -hmm. so we can only imagine what he must be seeing and what i you imagine is like pretty grotesque um but it also could just be that he as simple as he's having flashbacks to being a little kid running into his uncle's arms you know what i mean Mm, like it is really like a choose your own adventure but in a really messed up way uh, when they choose to do that and not show the audience what someone is thinking. Uh, but it's alarming enough that he essentially wakes up in a panic and Veronique has to be the one to calm him down. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. we like we we do fill in the blanks and we assume it has something to do with Jerome. But Mari, Franklin has survived a bunch of atrocities. I'm talking exactly. about like wh- pick which one he's waking up from, you know. Exactly. And that, that was my thought process as well. It felt like this stressful situation with Jerome just uh, exacerbated probably everything that he's gone through um, over the last, what, two or three years or whatever the span of the show is. So I wasn't necessarily thinking like, oh, is this dream about Jerome? 
I was just using this as like, see, this this is even further proof that he is so all of these people are suffering some form of PTSD or CPTSD, whatever. They're suffering all of it. And I think Jerome's death is really impacting. You you see how many characters it's impacting, and it's tragic. Yeah, and it's going just it's going even deeper than that one moment of the death, right? Like we right. see Louis go visit her family because why not? I mean, what else could she be doing right now? And her and her uh, sister, Edith, I think that's her sister. So I don't, um, I wasn't sure. Yeah. I was like yeah, cousin. Sure. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Her and that other woman are <laughs> chilling together, and they're talking about some of the abusive situations they've been in in the past. Like this is the, the what Louis just went through has her reflecting on the past, and this is the one moment that we've seen Louis even take accountable for her part in this because she says like this is my fault and her her friend cousin sister brother whatever that lady name mm -hmm. is she's like why you can't blame yourself baby and louis like yeah yes the hell i can i did this yeah. she's like finally finally you say the thing that you've been forced you know been trying to push on franklin this entire time you are a part of the problem if not like you could be most of the problem for all I care, but you right. have to take some accountability. And it it took her to be around the safety of others that you know that knew her when she was going through those moments for her to be able to say the words because she couldn't say them to sissy, and she hasn't said them out loud prior to this. Um, but this was largely her fault. And the worst part of it all is that she keeps forgetting Jerome died. Latanya, what do you think about mm -hmm. this scene with um uh, Louis in the bathtub? It, it was really disturbing. Yeah. We've we've only had mm -hmm. small glimpses into what Louis' childhood and youth were like. And this is another one. And, and there's been there hasn't been a single one of them that hasn't been completely disturbing. Like they they talk about uh letting people pay them to choke them until they pass out. They talk about dollars. Right. Yeah. They talk about being locked in the basement on several different occasions mm -hmm. um, to, to deal with like one man or an, or a group of men. Like mm -hmm. it, it is just horrifying everything that Louis has been through. And of course her going through this incredibly traumatic situation, wherein she is tortured and threatened with sexual violence means that she's going to start having flashbacks because of PTSD or whatever it is that she might have um it this scene is really messed up um but also so evident of grief like that line i the worst part is i keep forgetting that he's gone just hit so it just hit me because yeah. it, it's like that's something that if you've ever lost anybody you know what that's like you go pick up your phone to call that person and before you knew it you you're in tears because you realize that you can never call that person again. So mm -hmm. I think that that part was very real. Um, and I think that the other part was just really late breaking character development that we're getting for, uh, for uh, Louis that I wasn't expecting. And I'm not sure how I feel about now. And, and it's very telling that Jerome seems to have been the only man that Louis has ever been able to truly trust. Yeah. Yeah. 
And you, but you did call it on the last episode, Latanya, about talking about Louise Pass and not knowing Louise Pass when it came down to like the scene with her and the pimp and stuff like that. And basically, everything that you speculated last week about her rough upbringing was confirmed here between her and her sister, cousin, friend, and him. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, sister, cousin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it was, it was rough. It, it was sad. Um, it was a really good character moment for Louis. Yeah. So I think they they knew they knew they needed to do a, a better job of humanizing Louis. Because mm-hmm. I think that if you're watching this one dimensionally, you can easily just be like, This is all Louis' fault. Everything is Louis' fault, right? Mm-hmm. But like we discussed this week after week. Like there's a lot of things that Louis did wrong. But at the same time, I know Franklin is our protagonist in a way, but there's a lot of things that Franklin did. You know, there's a yeah. lot of things that yeah. Jerome did. These people are not innocent. innocent and so yeah. I, yeah, and I so with Jerome, they humanized Jerome, which to China's point, once they start to humanize somebody, you really be looking like, okay, um, what are they about exactly. to do with them? Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. so that's why I've been that's why I've been worried about Wanda for you for three years. But we, we move. Um, <laughs> but but you know, they they humanize her, um, you know, like they did Jerome, who was basically having second thoughts about all of this. He wanted out. Uh, and so then it was like, oh, okay, now I remember why I love this character so much, and then now they're gone. So it's like they needed to focus some of this humanization on on Louis because. Louis the easy fall person for all of this and it just is it's a little uh like one dimensional to look at it like that it really is um and I like that they brought up that she know you know she forgets that um that he died because uh I heard that analogy I don't, I don't I'm sure y'all have too about the ball in the box right where grief is like a a, a ball in a uh. box and mm-hmm. then uh, the ball gets smaller, but there's a little pain button in there. And every like first, it's huge, and it keeps hitting the pain button. It's almost always touching the pain button. But then as you get older, the, the ball gets smaller as time passes. But the pain button is still there. And when you mm-hmm. least expect it, that ball could hit that button. And you feel that same pain over and over again. And Louis mm-hmm. is dealing with that in real time. Uh, yeah. And we have to watch that from her perspective. I think Louis is a very compelling character. And I think that these last two episodes have given us a lot. Um, as far as, um, you know, her character development. Yeah, and I think it's a surprising turn, too, because I th- I really thought, like, this was going to turn Louis into Franklin's main antagonist. Um, and I know she's grieving right now, and she is, like, mad at Franklin, but I think this actually um, will help bring them together, actually. Yeah, and mm-hmm. let's talk about the thing that will bring people together on this show. Yes. It, it's always Teddy. And so... Yep. Um, <laughs> You know, Louis going through right now and Teddy is blowing up her phone. She's like, oh, my God, what is it? She's giving him all kinds of attitude, which rightfully so. And mm-hmm. he's just kind of like, you know, this isn't even an optional conversation. Like, You really need to come yeah. talk to me now. So, um, you know, at first she tells, uh, you know, Teddy to kick rocks because he wants mm-hmm. Franklin and she don't feel like being bothered. But eventually she tells him about Jerome and says that after the funeral, she will not, uh, you know, she will be working for Teddy, doing whatever he wants. If she has to deliver Franklin to her, to him on a a silver platter, she will um, or whatever he wants to do. But she has to get through the funeral first. And y'all have both kind of alluded to it. It didn't feel like she really means that, Latanya. It didn't feel like that to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that, you know, if Louis had managed to get out of the situation that she was in last week without uh, without his help, then without him coming back, honestly, mm-hmm. um, then maybe Franklin would be in a lot more trouble from her 
perspective. But the fact that Franklin did come back, um, I think really means a lot to Louie. And I, I just really think that she is kind of like over all this stuff with Teddy. Like she doesn't have Jerome anymore. Um, they were business partners. And like, there's something about like not wanting to continue doing a business, especially when the business is selling crack without the person that you used to be able to rely on to mm -hmm. do that with you. Um, mm -hmm. She doesn't feel like she has very much more she could lose. So like, the hell with it if Teddy does end up turning her in or whatever like she's done with Teddy I think yeah yeah and 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 rightfully so right you know she should be mm -hmm. but you know for her to be saying this to Teddy she has we have reason to believe that she would be telling the truth but Mari it's just the delivery right it just doesn't feel like she's all in exactly I I think she finally realized like this is also Teddy's fault too. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he, Sissy tried to warn them and tell them like, y'all are over here fighting each other, killing each other. And that white man don't care. He don't care about y'all. He don't care if y'all take each other off the board. As long as his product is getting sold, he doesn't care. And it's, and it's annoying. And, and I, I just think that everybody is finally realizing it. And I'm yeah. pretty sure Louis's mad at Franklin too because I'm sorry, mad at Teddy too because Teddy took Franklin's money. That's the one thing she didn't know he was gonna do that kickstarted all of this too. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So to to her, you know, he also holds some blame in all of this as well. Oh yeah, uh, definitely. You know, uh, had he not stolen the money, there's there's a world where Franklin just says, "Okay, he just life. walked away." Yeah, yeah, there's a world the where that happens. I'm not sure that it definitely happens, but there is a possibility. But when he that's looked like where we were headed, yeah, like yeah. Franklin was gonna walk away, Louis is gonna take over happily ever after. Yeah, there's a world where that happens, but there's also a world where you know where Frank, uh, like Teddy, doesn't steal the money. You know, just don't steal the money. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, and mm -hmm. so you know, here we are. He um, just has it too. Like he hasn't even given it to anyone. He's it's just annoying. Yeah. yeah. And I and we'll have a lot to say about Teddy in just oh, a moment. Yeah. But we will have to do that after our break. So we'll be right back after this. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus so teddy get a phone call telling him that someone went into Sherman Oaks Galleria and never came out. I'm assuming he's still tracking the KGB uh, because, you know, he told him, like, hey, 
I, I'm going to keep an eye on you. You can't go nowhere, all this other stuff. Um, mm -hmm. He's waiting on updates from that, but we do have an interaction between him and Parisa. And Parisa's asking some questions. And she, she kind of sounds like me a little bit. Why you got all this money and you living in squalor? Why your paint? Yeah. Why, your, why your carpet not clean? What, what's up with this? The old raggedy carpet, your furniture? And he's like, oh, this is an apart. This is a rental. She's like, a rental? Like, sir, I, I got it. What, where's the money? You know, she is not okay with this. But before they can really hash it out, uh, Teddy's baby mama, ex-wife, Jules, shows up. And she has a surprise for everyone. She's very surprised to see that they are back together, Parisa and Teddy. But mm -hmm. um, they are surprised to see that she has a baby bump. Uh, Mari, were you surprised? Yeah, I was, like, literally trying to do the math in my head. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> um, she got something to say. Who is, yeah, who is this baby's pappy? So, yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, but so the, the conversation with Jules and I love Jules. I, I said it last time when they called her, they were like, you need to go in hiding. And she's like, okay, bye. Like, mm -hmm. that's my mm -hmm. kind of energy. So mm -hmm. Teddy fills her in on the death of his father and that he took that money from Franklin and Jules offers a very simple, you know, uh, like low cost, um, <laughs> solutions. She says, have you tried giving the money back? And Teddy's okay, like, seriously, everybody at home is like, duh, but um, no, no, he is not. Teddy uh has convinced himself, and I, I swear, Jules sounded just like Mari. This is not your patriotic duty, T Teddy. You pretend that it is, but ultimately, it sounds like you were doing a lot of this to get the approval for your dad. And Jules says, with him gone now, the things are just going to get worse. So she ends up threatening Teddy and saying that if he doesn't make this stop, she will stop him with a public execution. And Latanya, I believe her. Oh, yeah, I do too. Like, mm -hmm. at the point where your actions cause my pregnant ass to have to take my other child and go in mm -hmm. hiding, then you are going to have to stop making those actions or I'm going to take an action and you're not going to like it. Yeah, like I mean, I, it, I'm not surprised at all. Public execution. I don't yeah. understand what she means by that. Well, I assume well, she meant like let's air it out. You know, yeah, like I, it's you gonna know. have to be like your name is gonna come up, it's gonna get dropped in the public, you're gonna be burned. That's it. Yeah, and you can't stop me because you don't even have the you don't really have the backing of the CIA anymore. Exactly. No. Yeah. Uh -huh. So it's like if she just tomorrow casually been like, yeah, my my ex husband is X Y Z, and then just disappears. There's nothing he can do. She's also pregnant, so he's less likely to probably kill her. Um, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, and then he she's the mother of his child. So uh, there's a lot. Let's there. add his. No. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's yeah. over. It's over for you, ho. And so uh, I, am, I again love her in this role because yeah, duh, this is what we should all be saying. Even Parisa agrees that Jules made some points. Uh, she doesn't even know. She like she can't even say for sure that Teddy would stop doing this if it meant saving his son's life. Um, mm. But Teddy tries to convince her that she has nothing to worry about and she's going to be taken care of. And she tells him that if she uh, doesn't have a purpose with him, she's going to be very bored. And now it sounds like she wants to be in a relationship. Is that what I'm getting for this? I thought that Parisa that was like the whole thing time. with yeah, Parisa is that they, she wanted to be she wanted all of this. Like she wanted to be in a relationship, but also have like know everything because she was thrilled by like the CIA being in her life when she was in Jordan, was it? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Isn't now, it? you know, she's like involved in all the action. She wild. She wild for this. Yeah. Like to be like, <laughs> mm -hmm. oh, this is exciting. I like this. Girl, you ain't even got none of the money yet. 
You know, yeah, like seriously. she she doing this for the love of the game, Ari. She's not even doing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. She's not doing it for the lifestyle at all. Like, right. like <laughs> yeah, at least Veronique like the money, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the CIA is also meeting and talking about Teddy's recent loss. They say that Teddy was a patriot, but with the KGB onto them, they have some work to do to fill in the cracks that Teddy is making. So we know the CIA has turned on Teddy. We know the KGB is after Teddy. We know the DEA is after Teddy. And we know that Franklin is soon to come after Teddy as well. Louis may or may not be after Teddy. I think we're fine. Christmas is on the horizon, Mari. I think it's coming soon. Yeah. And uh, uh, that CIA person dropped the hard ER. I was like, yes, seriously. I I, I flinched. You know, it's not that I don't ever hear the word, you know, I, 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 I hear it. Um, but in this show, we've gone so long. So long. Mm, it's like, this mm. what happened when you start adding white folk into stuff. Because Seriously. When it was black folk killing black folk, we didn't have to deal with racial slurs. <laughs> nope. <laughs> we didn't deal with any racial slurs, even with like the white people that were in charge, the CIA people. Right. So like, why is this person dropping hard R's on this show? I thought that this nowhere. was a show where we wouldn't get one of those. I was so happy. Out of nowhere. And I was like, <laughs> dog, okay, well, now I got to realign to listen to this conversation. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and I did it, rewind it. I had to get myself back in the mode because I was casually yeah. watching the episode. I said, whoa, 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 rewind that real quick. Did we do something to you, sir? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. And, um, <laughs> And so it was Teddy's handler that was mm-hmm. giving the debrief. And it sounded like the dude who dropped the hard ER was like, well, clean up these loose ends. Yeah. And to me, to me, yeah. that that sounds like eliminate everybody. Oh, yeah. Everybody. Like, to me. I, I don't want to know anything about this. I don't know anything about any money. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know anything about any, I don't know this person's name. I don't know the N-word's name. Uh, yeah, I don't like, yeah. <laughs> like I, I'm just gonna uh, go over here, and if you happen to murder everyone involved, <laughs> then that's that's just something that happened. Yeah, that I also don't know about. Yeah, I, this man is not having it. He's done, and uh, he's like kill Teddy and everybody else, you know. And then we can, and then we will move on. Um, and so. Uh, not shocked to get that from the, the the hard R person, you know, but uh, you know, it definitely caught me off guard because I'm thinking this could be a nuclear option. And I don't think we were considering the, the CIA just coming in and being like, you know what? <laughs> Everybody goes. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. We also know that Loso has been on these people's uh, radar on pretty much everybody's radar as well. Um, he's at his crib and Ruben uh, just pops up. Uh, while he's in the bed with uh, uh, Ziamara and he, Ruben is like, we're on a time crunch, okay? I'm, I'm mm-hmm. gonna need this Teddy thing wrapped up. You got two days, make it happen. Um, so we know also is like, I, I'm gonna need some money. You know, uh, you did say mm-hmm. that we're yeah. gonna get this done as a family. I was gonna be able yeah. to get out of here. Uh, and so, um, the KGB, like, look, we ain't got all of, like, he kind of like, uh, like Franklin, like, I ain't got all of it, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I can give you a little something, something you can start your, start your life over, or whatever. And so uh, he ends up leaving, but not without threatening to hurt somebody if he has to, to get what he wants. Um, and this is the last straw for Ziamaro, who's kind of just like, so we breaking up? Like, because. Yeah. Uh, and he, and he also was like, yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, just go again. Yeah, <laughs> Poor Oso. I know. Uh, he's on my, my death watch list 
Uh, I think Oso has to. Uh, anyway, we don't. I have think to get he's right yeah, say, I mean, yeah, yeah. We don't have to get to that right now. Um, mm -hmm. Oso goes and tells Franklin everything. You know, just like airs it out. And um, you know, there's this moment where Teddy is where Franklin just pulls the gun on Oso. I'm like Franklin, put that gun down, damn it. We, we're too, we're past that. <laughs> we're past, <laughs> we're past oh, that at this point. Man. Grow up. You know, yeah, um, we are so past it. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but there's this one bit of solace. Uh, you know that Franklin takes from this conversation, and it's that everybody wants Teddy. And so uh, at this point, it just kind of feels like there's a race to see who gets to be the one to take Teddy out the game. Yeah. Um, so the goal now is to lure Teddy out um, and, and to kill him, obviously. But also mm -hmm. knows that Teddy won't fall for a trap that easily. Now, I, I, I do like this storyline where it's kind of just like everybody against Teddy. But it does feel a little too cute. It does feel like uh like if everybody just eliminates Teddy, we could all go live happily ever after. And mm -hmm. I don't know if that's a fulfilling ending for me, Mari. Yeah, yeah. And even if they do manage to take Teddy down, he's taking a few of them with him, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um yeah. I do kind of like that the inter interpersonal war it seems to be on pause mm -hmm. until they, they deal with Teddy. Um you know as much as it possibly can be yeah but i i i agree teddy needs to be removed like he yeah. is the yeah. yeah the big factor here for everybody so yeah. I, I i'm not surprised that everybody is finally realizing it a, a part of me really wish teddy would just break bad all the way and just own this position all the way mm -hmm. all the time it's like this stressed out kind of like oh i'm doing this all over again teddy that person is it was compelling to watch like as he got to that area but mm -hmm. we got three episodes left i wouldn't mind super villain teddy you know to just mm -hmm. just be sitting at the table like yeah i killed him and and what about mm -hmm. it? You know, like he's still like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I didn't know Jerome died. Like Teddy, grow up. You know, we pa again, we're past that. You know, uh, yeah. I, this, humanization of Teddy is not my favorite thing about the show, Latanya. Oh, it's terrible because we've already seen him go way past what it would take mm -hmm. for him to like be eliminated. Like he is a one man wrecking crew, and he needs to be stopped. Yeah, and I I can't believe that they gave him the moment to even be like, oh Jerome. Yeah, like, shut up. Damn. Shut up, cool Teddy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always like that Jerome guy. Like, shut yeah. up. Shut up. <laughs> you know, um, mm. but we'll we'll move away from that for now. Uh, let's talk about Wanda. So she shows up from uh, uh from grocery shopping with her sensible cardigan and that bob that says I pay bills now. Um, mm. and she has the bag of groceries and everything, and she really like they, they really got Wanda looking like a housewife, like you know, like I'm I live a normal life. I just dropped the kids off at baseball practice. <laughs> I, I'm fine here. Um, and Leon is kind of like, so what's up with that though? You know, are you you about to leave me or something? And she goes, I mean, I'm not leaving you per se, but I got to get out the projects. And at that point, I'm standing up fist pumping like, duh. Yeah. Again, yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't have came back from Africa. And now mm -hmm. you living in the projects and you rich? Hell no. Absolutely not. Can't do it. Sorry. Um. So she says that she hit, feels them heading in the same uh, direction as Jerome. And Lee says, I just need more time. I just got to finish a few things and then I got you. We're we going to get out of this together. But Latanya, correct me if I'm wrong. That's the same exact conversation that Louis and Jerome had right before he died. You know, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, we've seen this before. We've, seen, we've literally seen it before, like two episodes ago. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's just 
there are a lot of things. This there are a lot of things that aren't going to go the way that we want them to, um, and people just aren't going to be like making clean getaways. That's just not how this show is going to work. I don't think. Yeah, and she's trying her best to make this clean getaway because uh, she ends up going to talk to Sissy. And Sissy is, uh, you know, offering her a spot in her apartment because she knows, okay, I understand why you want to get away from the project. So, you know, let's let's start working on that. Uh, and she also offers her a job over the shelter, you know, taking over the shelter for Sissy full time. Um, and this means a lot to Wanda because Sissy, uh, like, Sissy understands that Wanda can't just bear to live in the project. We've seen right. her struggle with drugs before, and now she's surrounded mm-hmm. by it. There's a war going on. People are dying, and she's seen what life could be like outside, and mm-hmm. she doesn't want to go back. But Sissy cannot go back to living and 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 working at the shelter because it just reminds her of so much pain. And so now, Mari, we're left to figure out what's next for Sissy, and does she even really still have a role in this? Yeah, Sissy was giving off some weird energy this yeah. episode, man. It was like a last will and testament style yes. feeling, right? Like yes. she's like, "Yeah, I want you to have this. I want you to have this." I like it felt like almost like she didn't think she had enough time. I'm like, "Sissy, what 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 what's going to happen, dog?" Like, what? Right. It, I, I you know, it's almost almost like akin to what Louis is feeling, but in a more quiet strengthy feeling mm-hmm. type of way i i felt so bad for sissy this episode because yeah. her brother meant the world to her and this is the exact thing she wanted to avoid i think the only solace is that it wasn't her son that you know actually shot the bullet that that killed her her brother but mm. that's <laughs> that's a very small you know the bar is so low yeah exactly Inhale. exactly Inhale, yeah. Inhale. so um i I felt bad for Sissy, but it, it this almost made me feel like she was she was giving something up. Like yeah, she was she's ready to do something in order to stop all of this. Yeah, like she's gonna jump in front of whatever this yeah. is, proverbial bullet. This right. is exactly, and just exactly. Down. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and you also gotta like really watch out in times of, of grief and mourning for those people who are strong. Mm-hmm. Who are like mm-hmm. the ones who are typically the person you lean on for everything because they when they feel untethered it's something different like mm-hmm. that that would cause as Mari said for the vibes and the energy to be so weird coming off of her because she is just going around giving out stuff like she doesn't need it anymore mm-hmm. yeah so I mean yeah that's that's 100 correct I mean even this like I'm not going to work at the shelter anymore. It's like, so are you just going to go be a landlord full time? What's what's next for you? And so I do think we should be concerned about what Sissy thinks is next for her. To me, I don't think she sounds like she's going to go and like die for anything, but it definitely sounds like one of those, like I'm about to turn myself in and take you down with me type moments. Mm. If I can get this to stop, Um, which, you know, isn't ideal, <laughs> but you know, at least somebody's doing something to try to stop this mm-hmm. war. Uh, so we find ourselves at Jerome's funeral, and everybody is there lamenting the loss, uh, while also kind of remembering the life of Jerome. They all come to pay their respects to the same family, and you see Sissy and Louis like very clearly grieving and um, you know, and dealing with this pain. We see people showing up to 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 pay their respects, but we also get Franklin 
And Franklin is still handling business. He tells Oso, hey, just uh, come holler at me at the repass. And my first thought was, does Oso know what a repass is? Is that a black thing? <laughs> yeah. Like, that, that's a black thing, right, Mari? Like, that's, everybody be repassing? I, I don't know. I, I We'd have to ask our Spanish brothers and sisters because I know what a repass is. I don't know about them. I don't think it, Oso it, knows what a repass is. Yeah. I don't know necessarily if he does, but I think that just about everybody after a funeral has like a thing back at somebody's thing, house. Yeah, they just exactly. don't call it a repass. Yeah, or repass, depending on how you pronounce it. I say repass, mm-hmm. but I'm from Texas, and so that T probably got lost somewhere in that pass. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. At the same time, if I had to spell it, I would spell it how I just said it: repass with two S's. Um, <laughs> I think my caption said repassed, and I was like, that's incorrect. What are you talking about? No, because um, I think yeah, I think that that's the other way to spell it. Yeah, I, but again, my Texas ass is going to say like, nope. every time. <laughs> yep, no, nope. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is uh, Franklin still trying to uh, not grieve in this moment or also just not tapped into the actual emotion of the situation. Uh, there's another notable guest, and I'm not talking about Uncle Clifford, who is definitely there as well. Uncle Clifford from P-Valley sitting just casually behind uh, Sissy in the crowd, which was odd because <laughs> what? Um, I was like, are these two worlds a lot? There can't be. So anyway, um, that was that. That was definitely him, and he yeah. was. He yeah, he was in the show in the second season. Really? Mm. Yeah. So this is his second appearance. Yeah, I do not right. remember him. Back his then. name is like it's Laurent Laurent Van Laurent or something like that. It's like <laughs> I don't. I can't remember. I don't know. I you could. I went. I, as soon as I saw him, I was like, huh. And yeah, I went to IMDb. <laughs> yeah, and it was him, and it, and it showed he was he was previously in season two, and they had him here in 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 this um, episode two in the back, like double yeah. take, like what? <laughs> exactly. I oh, guess he's yeah, he's team. on the official mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Snowfall wiki. Yeah, that's Uncle Clifford in my mind. Uh, so, but he's not <laughs> the guest I was talking about. I'm talking about Buckley because Buckley shows Ooh, up yes. to pay his respects. And he swears up and down, like I nope, they didn't page me, had no clue this was going on. Not not no, no sir, Bob, not me. It's like, sir, we saw you in the crack coma. We know that was you. Mm. We know you got the call. Um, it's it's fuck Buckley, right? Forever, like forever. oh, forever, yeah, forever, forever. yeah, forever. This, this guy sucks. Yeah. Um, and, and he does tell Louis that he was not paged. Now the question is, does Louis care or does she even believe him? We, I guess we will find that out later on. Big D is also there. And he asked Leon if they're going to kill the people who took out Jerome. And Leon kind of gives him a head nod of affirmation, which is exactly what everyone keeps saying. Like, are, like why do you, what, you have to get out? You have to at some point just say, this is enough. And Leon's mm-hmm. kind of like, no, I understand. Street Code says, I got to go avenge this. Now, I thought they already did that. I'm yeah. pretty sure I thought they were dead. Revenge? Like, right. Like, yeah. <laughs> Do you have to revenge it again? Like, revenge. You know? <laughs> like, who else is there to take out? Yeah. Um, Did anybody so, get away? Are there still other people in the crew that weren't there? I don't I don't right. get it. The main yeah. guy is down. Right. Like I, I don't know if it's next man up or something like that, but you know, at, at some point you have to kind of think that. I, I think they got him. I, you know, I think I think you took him out. Um, so then we finally have Louie and Franklin who finally talk. 
And she has one question for him. She says, why did you come back for me? And at first he gives her this whole spiel about how he wasn't raised to disrespect women and, um, you know, like how it was the only thing that he's supposed to do as a man. And I'm telling you, y'all, I was watching the episode and I literally just audibly was like, boo, because that <laughs> what what? Yeah, what? Stop it! Stop the shenanigans! Uh, like Sissy seems like she raised you fine, but you have not been respecting nobody for the last six seasons. I don't want to hear that, and Louis doesn't either. So Franklin, after he's pressed by Louis, he takes off his glasses and says that she made him a promise in that warehouse, and he needed her alive to keep that promise. He needs her help. Uh, Mari, do you remember the promise that she made? Yeah, because she she said if he got her out of out of the pickle she was in, that uh, she would help him get Teddy. And mm-hmm. you know, you remember at the time, he had he was like, "No, nah, I don't need you. I, I had it in." He thought he had Oso. He don't really got that right now because Oso hasn't seen Teddy in in days. So now he wants her to keep keep the promise because he did technically help her out of there. I mean, he did. Yeah, other shit yeah. happened, but he did. He helped her. Yeah, if this, it wasn't for him, then no one would have even known where she was. Yeah. yeah, this for me is the Breaking Bad moment that I've wanted for Franklin for so long. Like, this mm-hmm. is what I wanted. I want you to be an unapologetic villain. I want you to mm-hmm. understand that I am the bad guy. I did this because I wanted to do this. This was I was not the product of nothing. This is not me reacting to anything. This is I did this for me. Uh, and I wanted him to say it and I wanted him to say it bad. And I actually, like, and I said, I had a good hate into Franklin and I'm twisted like that, but I <laughs> might actually be rooting for him now because yeah. <laughs> for me, I just don't like this idea that he's walking around above reproach, even though he is the root of all of this. You, if you trace it back to the, like Latanya said, the original sin lays at his feet. Everybody helped him, but he was the one who decided to go be a Coke dealer. And so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so for me, I'm like, finally, finally, you say that it's not about like, well, Jerome shouldn't have left the family. Louis shouldn't have betrayed me. Teddy shouldn't have stole the money. Like, sir, mm-hmm. you you are in this for what you want. And it's and, and I'm OK with that. I just needed you to say the words um, because this causes uh, Louis to finally realize the exact thing that I'm explaining, which is Franklin is the devil. He has already decided that. This revenge against Teddy getting this money back, and I don't know which one outweighs the other, honestly, at this point. But one of those things is enough for him to go to you know the ends of the earth for. And if that means uh saving someone's life who he didn't think he was going to save because he potentially needed that help, you know, so be it. Now, I think in the moment he might be lying a little bit, like he definitely went back to help her out, uh, because mm-hmm. that's his Amy. But to say, mm-hmm. like, yeah, that might have been a byproduct of this, but you're still gonna pay what you owe. Oh. I that's that's my kind of villain, and I mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, Latanya, what did you think about this final scene? I thought it was really compelling and well acted, and I, you know, I'm glad that everybody's cards are on the table now. Um, mm. Like this is the the point of the season where things are going to start happening really quickly, and we're going to get some deaths, and we're going to get some really wild twists and turns and I'm excited for him. I'm not excited for this show to end because I love talking about it with the two of you. And also I've just really enjoyed my experience with this show as like brief and suppressed as it's been. But Mm -hmm. that last interaction uh, was just fantastic. And, um, and they both know each other so well 
And now the cards are finally up on the table. So they can team up and they can take down Teddy. Yeah, but Mari, what yeah. do you think is more likely to happen? Do you think it's the Louis and Franklin team up to take down Teddy, or is this Louis and Teddy teaming up to take down Franklin? Um, I think I think Louie's gonna get the scenario she wants because Franklin already knows, like, I can't set Teddy up. Teddy needs to think he's setting me exactly. up. Exactly. So Louie is gonna help Teddy set Franklin up with Franklin thinking that his knowledge of knowing that it's a setup is going to work in his favor for Louie. Honestly, she can just <laughs> like, well, whatever happens, happens. Like kind of walks yeah. away. Like, you know, um, if, if, if either one of them survives, is that a loss for Louie? Because there's t- Teddy mm-hmm. and Franklin are her ops. What is her op- yeah. optimal outcome? If they don't kill each other. Hmm. Huh? Yeah, my thing is, if you let Franklin and, and Teddy go at it, and Franklin wins, do we still have Louis versus Franklin, or is it everything square? I guess it would depend on the status of the money. Yeah, <laughs> it's really money, all man. about the money. Like, yeah. it, all of this could be taken care of so easily if Teddy would just give back the money. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that he hadn't even given it to the government, and that he just kind of has this money, really got to me. I was just like, yeah. I can't believe this man is just holding on to like millions and millions of dollars just yeah. out of spite. That's what I want though. I want him to say it. I want him to own it. I want him to say, yeah, I got that money and I'm rich and I'm happy now because I did it. And I don't and I don't feel bad about it. And I don't want to give the government the money. I'm not a patriot. I'm evil. I'm the bad guy. Mm-hmm. I'm the one who knocks. I need that moment from both of my villains here. Like I yeah. said, I kind of got it from Louis when she was in the bathtub, when she's like, yeah, this is my fault. Like, finally. But I, what I really want is for one of these two big bads to look at themselves. And frankly, I kind of, like I said, I got my moment this time with Franklin. Yeah, you got it with Franklin. I'm really waiting on Teddy to just finally let his guard down and say, you know what, Parisa, you're right. We in this because we love the game. We in this because yeah. we are damaged people who like having money, like having power, like doing this kind of stuff, and we will die doing it. And I'll, I'll take that. But all it's this like extra- everybody has said that about Teddy. Like his wife came right. and read him for filth and all of that. Mm-hmm. And the CIA yeah. guy was talking to the other CIA guy saying the yeah. exact same thing. It's like he just hasn't realized it yet. And I need or him at least to realize said it. Out loud. Yeah, I didn't yeah. realize it for me to enjoy the show properly for these last three episodes, but <laughs> y'all, that wraps it up. Uh, do y'all have any more broad strokes, anything else you want to say about the episode? Overall thoughts, Mari? I am just very anxious for these next episodes. <laughs> like like Latanya said, like I kind of want it to be over, but I don't want it to be over. I am just on pins and freaking needles. I'm scared. I am scared. Yeah. Yes. Latanya? All I'm going to say is that when it was time for the funeral, and I'm probably pronouncing this incorrectly, but uh, I'll just say, no, (laughs) Uh, the song Bodicea uh, by Enya started playing, Mm. which is like the song, obviously, that the Fuji sampled for Ready or Not. Mm -hmm. Um, I was like, wow, okay, (laughs) like this feels epic to me mm-hmm. and I did not fully realize I was today years old when I realized that was an Enya sample like right. my God 
Inya, Inya been doing the thing since we were since we was young, y'all. I, I know y'all remember them commercials with Inya playing on in the background, the like, oh, time yeah. life commercials. Yeah. yeah, look at Inya. Okay, yeah, I, I I feel exactly the same way y'all do. I'm nervous. Uh, I am excited, uh, and I am uh, you know, sad that it's coming to an end a little bit. You know, the three of us here talking about snowfall. So again, to our listeners. Who have been sticking with us from uh from from day one from the insecure days? Uh, mm-hmm. then yeah, tell us what you want us to talk about. If you jumped in for Atlanta, you know how we get down. Tell us what you want us to talk about. If you're here for the final season of Snowfall and you might want to stick around, let us know. You know, send mm-hmm. us an email or tweet us. Uh, and I will tell you where you can do that. Mari, tell the people where they can follow you. You can follow me on Twitter at Mari Talks Too Much. That's two, like the number two. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash Mari Talks Too Much. Um, go follow me over there. Trying to get, you know, get that affiliate status and, and stuff like that. But yeah, here every week with you guys on post show recaps twice since we're, we're doing, we have one more episode mm-hmm. of Swarm um to drop and then we also um this uh if you want to find me on rob the rob has a podcast network i'm doing the wrestling me and me and matt are are wrapping up our road to wrestlemania series here so you can go to rob has a website.com slash wrestling feed to hear that we had live reactions from the uh both nights of WrestleMania was amazing. Um, and then every Tuesday, me and Sarah Carradine bring you True Crime Tuesdays to Rob Has a Podcast um, Network with our Crime Scene Podcast. If you are looking for a true crime review uh, um, show, that's us. We review true crime properties and we tell you if they're worth watching. So go to robhasawebsite.com slash crime feed to find me there. Yes, and please check out that WrestleMania coverage because I know it's good. I haven't got a chance mm-hmm. to listen to it yet, but I'm I am ready. Uh Latanya, you've got a lot of stuff going on. Tell the people where they can find you and what you got going on. I got some stuff going on. Uh mm-hmm. when I'm not uh on my uh swarm or snowfall shit. Um I just wrapped up uh season four of you with Marissa Garza, and we had Asia as a guest on the show. So that was a lot of fun, just talking about the entirety of season four, why they split it up into two sections, if they could never do that again. And uh, also season five, it's been renewed for a fifth and final season. So we talked about uh, looking forward to the future, how exactly we wanted to see Joe go down. Um, So if you want to listen to that one, that's there for you on its own feed. Uh, Josh and I are back with Versus. Uh, It's basically like we never left. We only had like a week break between the two. Um, We are covering Succession versus Yellow Jackets because it is truly eat or be eaten, whether in the boardroom or in the Canadian wilderness. I am also covering uh, doing the feedback show for the season three of The Mandalorian, which is truly a season of television. Mm. Um, (laughs) I don't know how they fumbled this bag, y'all, but they have. Um. So I've been doing feedback with DM Philly and Brendan Fitzpatrick, and we've been talking all about bag fumbling and uh, how it could possibly occur with such, like when you got IP like that, you you just can't do it. You know, you've got a baby Yoda, and yet we barely see any of them. Mm. Um, and then finally, I'm over at Rahap doing the uh, Top Chef Rahap Up, where me and Haley Strong and Kurt Clark 
Um, last week we were joined by special guest Asia because uh, I just podcast with Asia now, um, which I love. Lucky uh, you. I'm very lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just talked all about uh, the most recent episode as well as Last Chance Kitchen. So if you are all interested in Top Chef, uh, Top Chef International All-Stars is the season we have right now. Really interesting, really fun. If you want to figure out what, find out what I'm talking about, what I'm watching, things like that, you can follow me on Twitter at LK Starks, and you can follow me on Instagram at Stormborn1222. Right. And you can, of course, follow me on Twitter at Chappelle's underscore show, where I'll be tweeting out the links to the stuff I'm covering uh, here on Post Show Recaps. Still talking about Abbott Elementary. We're almost done with season two. Still talking about Bel Air with Puya. We're almost done with season two. Uh, I am still talking about Grey's Anatomy. We're going to drop another episode of Grey's Anatomy's Anatomy, uh, myself and Ariel, uh, to wrap up this month in Grey's Anatomy and uh, hopefully do some, you know, deep diving into some of the characters, too. So check that out all here on post show recaps and then of course you can catch me on the rob has a podcast network talking about netflix shows on uh my podcast nothing but netflix uh my the host rob Cesarino and myself uh just go through netflix shows every week and this week we went through the most recent number one movie on netflix murder mystery 2 with our special guest ali lasher and so uh check that out as well and uh you know uh feel free to tweet me and let me know what you think about those things feel free to tweet all of us and let us know what you want to hear us talk about feel free to leave us a five-star review and feel free to check in next week for season six episode eight of snowfall here on the psr connect until next time peace out with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 